All right, welcome back. Here we are, Courtney and Robbie. Uh, this is Seeking Humility, episode 15, believe it or not. Yay. Seeking Humility. I like how we have a name. We're official. So let me start off with prayer. God, you first. Jesus, you first. Holy Spirit, you first. You lead, you guide. It's all for you and by you. You hold us together. We give it to you. We lay all of this at your feet. You give us wisdom and understanding. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Okay, so what's going on with me is Jenny and I are getting ready to go on a mission trip abroad for three months. So it's going to be a second. So we're kind of sifting through all of our things and our belongings and what stays and what goes. And uh, so pray. So pray for Jenny and I. Um, in that process and just wisdom and understanding of peace through that. Yeah, I know I've, I've been praying for Ravi and, and Jenny for that, um, that huge, you. huge trip they're going to take and for all the great fruit that they might uh, be bearing from that, mm. from their adventure there. So it's going to be, whatever the outcome, um, it's going to be good. And mm. I know that uh, they're going to be in God's hands and people that they encounter will be watched over by God and so I'm I'm very grateful that he's going to be there mm. spreading the good news. Thank you. Uh something going on with me lately is that I was sharing with Robbie that I've been feeling kind of um like I'm in a <laughs> I'm in a rut again. I'm I'm kind of stalling and spinning my wheels. I feel like I'm um waiting for something versus doing something. So mm. I don't know what I'm waiting for, but um, I'm getting kind of antsy about it. And Robbie's been assuring me that um, things are looking good on on the front of connecting with God. Um, from his perspective, he sees that uh, he and I are meeting and, and having the time to discuss our love of, of God and discuss all things in life and how we can relate it to to God and Jesus and um, so that's that's been really helpful for me and I am so grateful for his guidance and for uh, for God's guidance and uh, it's it's been good um, I I was telling Robbie that these sessions that we have are they're therapy for me and um, Robbie's my therapist, and perhaps I'm I'm sort of like a therapist for him too. He is, and yes. we we really thrive off of each other's yes. feedback and input. So um, these hours that we spend, um, hopefully every week, have just done a world of good for for my mental health, and um, I hope that we're reaching some of you as well to, to help you through what, whatever you might be going through and mm. um, hopefully showing you that all the credit goes to God yes. and he, um, through whichever mechanism at that point in time he might be using to, to work on you or me or Robbie, um, just what an amazing uh, interaction, what an amazing partnership yeah so good yes so today we're going to be old testament and we're going to be in ezekiel 
Um, so Ezekiel chapter 18, and we're going to read verses 20 through 23. It says, The person who sins is the one that will die. The son will not bear the punishment for the sin of the father, nor will the father bear the punishment for the sin of the son. The righteousness of the righteous shall be on himself, and the wickedness of the wicked shall be on himself. But if the wicked man turns away from all his sins, which he has committed, and keeps all my statutes and practices justice and righteousness, he shall certainly live, he shall not die. All of his transgressions, which he has committed, will not be remembered against him, because of his righteousness, which he has practiced, he will live. Do I take any pleasure in the death of the wicked, says the Lord God? Rather, that he should turn away from his acts and live. So we were talking about how God does not take pleasure in the death of wicked. Like he loves everybody. He wants everybody to come to him. And this kind of comes on the coattails of Courtney just watching Jesus' revolution. Yeah. And so it's a really awesome verse to yeah. kind of segue into and I, that. And I don't know how many of you all have, have seen that film, but it's, it's really good. Um, it was just recently made. I think it was made in 2022 20, or 23, um, but it's on Netflix. <laughs> oh, shameless plug. Um, but uh, yeah, so it's interesting in the Jesus Revolution movie, and it's, it's based on a, a real story of how um, this... Uh, the hippie movement uh, in the, the late 60s, um, there were these cohort of, of the hippies that were transformed and they were known as Jesus freaks, which I don't typically like that, uh, that nomenclature, but that's, that's kind of what, the, what, the, what they called them. And uh, it's, Robbie and I were talking about, you know, perhaps there's a, What's, what's the modern day version of, of Jesus' revolution? Like, who, who are the hippies in today's world? And mm. we were thinking that perhaps um, it's, it's sort of the... Um, we we kind of had a parallel with, with um, the LGBTQ kind of community and or kind of the, the... Even kind of at large, kind of the... I don't know, there's a term, woke culture... Um, where it's, it's almost a religion in and of itself, I've heard argued. And so we're, I, I, was, I was seeing a, a parallel, because maybe, maybe this is part of this thing that I've been wrestling with, this, this feeling of stagnation where I'm spinning my wheels and I'm not acting and I'm just waiting for something. Um, is there another revolution that's brewing? Is there another... Um, a spirituality revolution that that is right around the corner or that's just needing some sort of catalyst to to get it started because in that film uh the one of the the characters uh Lonnie Frisbee he was this hippie that kind of was completely touched by Jesus and Mm-hmm. even felt that he he was a prophet almost in this movie and that he was was able to to touch people and help people and uh, one of the things that we, we talked about in our discussion was how 
we noticed throughout the, the film how Lonnie kind of lost his humility. Mm. He became so um, kind of enamored with the, the fame and the popularity of his, of his words that he was reaching so many people and converting so many of the hippies into believers that he uh, perhaps overemphasized his importance mm. and didn't emphasize the importance toward God. And um, that was an interesting like test of, of humility, right? So um, something that we're always doing is trying to find, find our humility. We're constantly seeking it. Yeah. And the devil always, we were talking about this a little earlier, he always lays those traps for you. Oh, yeah. those snares for you that had to get you, you know, and ego and pride and look at me. And that's, that's, that's always a, a big one. And you'd think you would like <laughs> know it, right? Like, oh, I, that's a big one. I, I could see that trap a mile away. Uh, and you're already caught. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, oh. <laughs> it's almost, yeah, it's almost like the, it's so, it's so, the, the, the fame and the, and the power is, is so powerful yeah. and it, it just sort of takes over, um, takes over the ability to see the forest through the trees type of <laughs> analogy. Um, and one cool way I was trying to encourage Courtney through his stalling too is, you know, he's had this great vision, this great awakening that God gave him. Um, and it totally drastically changed his life. And we were talking about how, what about people who don't have that drastic vision? What, how, how will they see the truth, right? Like how will we ever know to see the truth? Well, one cool thing about this movie is there's this strong community, right? There's these friendships, like, like Lonnie and his group of hippies, right? Really stuck together. And because of their friendship and because of their community, they got to reach out to other people that are like them and other people that aren't like them, but there was this strong connection between our stories, which is really big on our hearts, is our testimonies, our stories to others so that they can see the Jesus in us. And then you come alongside, and just like Courtney was saying at the beginning, like coming here and spending time with each other, Courtney and I spending time with each other is so Need, it's like necessary. I mean, it's, it's like we have to, we need people to come alongside of each other and to be able to, to talk with and to pray with and to laugh with and to cry with and um, to go deep with. Like, like one thing Courtney said at the beginning was we need deep, we need friends. Friendship's about going deep with people. It's not just about, hey, let's having a companion to go somewhere. Like it, it, that community, that deepness. And by having that uh, relationship, it opens this huge door to, for us and for others and so that we might be able to be that great awakening that God can use us to show someone else his love and glory and awesomeness. Yeah. And, and kind of go, going back to the, the movie too, um, Chuck, who is the pastor who, who meets Lonnie in this movie kind of early on, Chuck is this guy, he's kind of a traditional uh, pastor and he has traditional values and his, his church is kind of dwindling in, um, in, its, uh, in its following. So he's, he's struggling with, with keeping people in his church as it is. And his daughter 
um, who actually introduces him to Lonnie, the, the hippie preacher, um, is able to kind of answer Chuck's prayer because Chuck says, well, I'll ask God to bring me a hippie. Right. And so she, she brings him a hippie. And even though, even the, the fact that, you know, his, his prayer was answered and he has a hippie in, in his house, let alone his church, but the, the hippie, Lonnie, he starts talking about his love of Jesus and he, he starts talking about what it's all about and mm-hmm. it just blows Chuck back and it brings Chuck to tears and mm-hmm. he just, he becomes completely transformed in his faith and that, just seeing, seeing that type of transformation and there's, there's multiple points of transformation throughout the film with different characters but that, that was so powerful. And there's another scene where Lonnie has all, he brings all his hippie friends into Chuck's house and Chuck comes out of his bedroom in the morning and he sees hippies in his kitchen and they're in his living room and they're everywhere and they're beating on bongos and playing guitars. And Chuck's like, get out of my house. What are you doing in here? And then he hears, he listens to the words. He hears the music. And again, he's transformed. Yeah. And it's just, it's this power of, of God that, if we just are humble enough to let him in, it's, we can see the, the amazing landscape that we're missing out on. It's, uh, it's cool. And, it's, and two, he recognized the truth. I mean, how many times do we not recognize the truth because it doesn't come in the package that we envisioned truth to come in? Right. Right. You know, like, oh, no, oh, truth can only come this way. Yeah. You know, and how much truth do we not welcome in or don't, you know, like, when, when do we hear the truth and turn away from it because it wasn't presented to us in a way that we thought right, it right. should be? Or, or we just have our blinders on and it's just right. kind of passing us by and um, we don't, we're not even seeing it. Right. Like, I'm only going to listen to this group of people or this person or this clique or these mm-hmm. Like, I can't get truth from anywhere. But when God speaks, are you going to be able to, to get into it, like, to accept it and to change, right? Like, like change is so hard. Like, humility, like, we're, we're going to just, like, bang humility into your brain <laughs> so much. But we have to be really humble to say we have thought wrong. Mm-hmm. We have been doing the wrong thing. We've been thinking the wrong way. Jesus is the truth, the life, and the way. And only, only way to God is through him, right? And you hear that for the first time, no matter how it comes, like, will you move into that? Mm-hmm. Like, it takes humility to be like, no, I don't believe in Jesus, to going to Jesus is the only way. Like, that's a huge right. power of God to make, but will we believe it? Yeah, and that and that comes back to faith too. And and another character in that movie, uh, Greg, who is a kind of a high school student who gets kind of entrapped in in kind of hippie culture, which is well, we'll just call it you know drug culture. Um, and in his instance in this movie, so he's kind of he's in this state where he's um, kind of he's captured by by drugs and and how they can transform his mind. And he's, he's like, well, is this, is this what I'm looking for? 
because he, he realizes it's not what he's looking for. But then his girlfriend in the movie invites him to church because she was transformed by the near death of, of the, the sister. And uh, so Greg comes to this church and he walks out when he starts feeling something because he's felt that before and he knows how great it feels. And he knows that that's kind of, that's a familiar feeling, but it's been fleeting for him in the past and it's, it's never been enduring. It hasn't lasted. People have always left him. He's always ended up in a, in a state where, you know, someone's, someone's gone and he's left alone. Mm. And he, he realizes that um, he doesn't want to go down that road again where he's alone. And the, the thing is, when he surrenders to God, he, he does realize that he's not alone. Yeah. And gosh, what a, what a powerful thing to happen. And I, I've been talking to Robbie about this. And as a teenager, I mean, we all remember what it's like to be... Um, and there may be some folks listening to this that are teenagers, but we remember what it's like. You're so, um, things seem so huge. Like when, when you're that age, you are, you're under influences of the world around you, but it's like, I don't know if you all remember your first relationship or your first kiss. It seems like that's the ultimate feeling. You never want to let go of that feeling. And just to, to be in that state of mind where you're that young and you're, you're still growing and maturing and to have, I can't even imagine what it would have been like to be transformed by God back then. Mm. But to have had, had it happen to me later in life, it's been the most amazing thing that's, that I can imagine. And to, to think about what he was going through as a teenager and having that, that moment, um, gosh. So powerful. And let us assure you that Jesus will never leave you. It says in Matthew, it says that I am, Jesus says, I am with you always, even to the end of age. Like Jesus isn't a first kiss, right? He's a lasting forever. Like he will never leave you. He will never forsake you. He will be with you always. He is, we were even talking about today. He's like peace, you know, not as the world gives you, but don't let your heart be troubled. Don't let it be afraid. Like he, Jesus is with you always. If you surrender your life to him and believe in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, he will never leave you. He will be with you forever. You will never have to be alone. You will have your community. You have your friend. We were even talking about integrity is like what you do when no one's watching. So it doesn't matter where you go. He is with you. Yeah. He, he's there beside you and fights for you. There's no, yeah, there's no um, house you can go in and, and lock the door. There's no thought you can think. He's always with you. And that's, that might be a source of anxiety for some, but um, for me, I'm, I welcome his presence there mm. and wherever I'm at, whenever I'm thinking, because I know I can always ask for guidance. And if I'm unsure about something, what, <laughs> what do I have to worry about? Because... I can ask mm. and, and I'll get an answer. And it may be difficult. It, um, it may not be what I'm, the answer that I wanna hear, but at least I know that I have his guidance and I know it's going to be okay because he's with me. So wow. it's just a, 
such an amazing sense of peace. And Robbie and I were talking about peace and, and he was saying how sometimes he'll, he'll be at a kind of a crossroads where he can go, go toward peace or go away from peace. And he tends to gravitate towards peace. And I think we all do. And that's, and that's just because that's what God wants. Mm. And peace is like, it's, it's peace and love are kind of this, um, I don't know, it's sort of the, the ultimate, it's the point. Peace and love is the point of, of it all, I, I think. And we're trying to keep the hippie movement alive with yes. the peace and love, right? Yeah, so peace, good temptation. But, peace, brother. But it's, yeah, yeah. But, it's, but that is, like he's saying, that's the point. Like Jesus, and Jesus says that he gives both in abundance. Mm-hmm. He gives you peace and he gives you love in abundance. And, and that, gosh, that feeling, when I, when I had... Um, when I had my awakening mm. and I had that, that kind of shower of peace. And, and since then, I've, when, I, when I surrendered to God, really surrendered to God and really knew that this was God speaking to me, that the peace that I've been able to, to feel and just, just cultivate, it's, it's amazing. It's, mm. I, don't, I, can't, I can't describe it. <laughs> like so many things, there, there are no words that can do this feeling justice because it's it's uh, it must be what it's like in heaven, mm. um, and it's probably even more. Uh, it's 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 a uh, right. If this is just a little taste, yeah, of what's going to happen. Wow, the overflowing peace and love of God. Yeah, it's so, so mm. indescribable. So good, and we pray that for you. Yes. And we pray that over you and your loved ones and your friends and your family. And um, reach out to us. Like, I don't know if there's a place to leave a comment or anything like that. If anyone needs prayer, let us pray alongside of you as you're praying for us. Let this be a community. Let yeah. us join, like, link shields and uh, fight, fight alongside each other. Yeah, it doesn't matter where you are, um, who you are, uh, what, what group you're in. Um, Everyone's welcome. That's right. And Jesus loves you. Jesus loves you. And we love you because we love our neighbors like we love ourselves. And Amen. our neighbors are all around us. And I know it's easy this day and age to, uh, to see others as others and not as ourselves. But wow. it's important yeah. to really, uh, regardless of uh, race, background religion it doesn't matter we we love you we love you all right see you next week all right <laughs> bye bye bye